global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. On Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Folks from Chief Executive Group ringing that closing bell, and we are brought to you by Witham Smith & Brown CPAs, Audit, Tax, and Advisory Services to help your business be in a position of strength. Experience the Witham way by visiting Witham.com. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 77 points, a drop of four-tenths of one percent. Stocks retreating from records at the worst level of the session. The Dow had been down as many as 118 points. A tumble in the price of crude oil sinking energy shares. Today, West Texas Intermediate now at 4307 a barrel, down a dollar twelve. That is a drop of two and a half percent. Brent crude lower today by two point two percent, forty four sixty eight a barrel. Gold down nine forty the ounce to thirteen thirteen, a drop of seven tenths of one percent. Verizon Communications buying Yahoo's web assets for four point eight three billion dollars, ending the company's two decade run as an independent business. Colin Gillis is senior tech analyst at VGC Partners. He was our guest this afternoon right here on Taking Stock. Well, you know, it's out with a whimper, uh, and it will become folded into Verizon. They suggested that the transaction will close in the beginning of next year, and we'll see what happens to the, the brand name itself. But Verizon is interested in, in the piping, the ad technology that powers Yahoo as they seek to uh, get more into advertising, expand some of their video offerings, become more than just a carrier that competes on data and pricing. And Yahoo shares down 2.7%, Verizon down four-tenths of 1%. Sprint surging today up 27.8% as it had its sixth straight quarter of subscriber gains. S&P down 6 to 21.68, a drop of 0.3%. The Dow down 78, a drop there of 0.4%. 402 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Matt Miller. The FBI is now investigating a leak of those emails from the Democratic National Committee. The leak led to the resignation of National Chairwoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Emails showed that the committee members favored Hillary Clinton and tried to undermine Bernie Sanders. A cybersecurity firm that looked into the breach found traces of hacking groups with ties to the Russian government. The Democratic National Convention kicks off tonight in Philadelphia. Bloomberg Washington Bureau Chief Megan Murphy says the news that DNC Chair Wasserman Schultz is resigning could loom large. It does seem like something that wouldn't seem like it's of wider interest, but to have the chair of the party's committee resign on the eve of the convention is drama like we haven't seen at one of these conventions in many years. It looks like the Democrats are going to rival the Republicans for a convention, actually, that's full of news. Baltimore Mayor Stephanie Rawlings-Blake will gavel in the full convention in place of the outgoing Wasserman Schultz. Meanwhile, a new poll indicates Donald Trump got a post-convention bounce. The CNN ORC National Survey has Trump leading Hillary Clinton 44 percent to 39 percent. And Bill Bratton says he will not remain commissioner of the New York City Police Department past 2017. In an interview with the New York Times, Bratton also left open the possibility that he could leave sooner Bratton is in his second stint as New York commissioner. He led the department in the 90s and began serving as Mayor Bill de Blasio's police commissioner in 2014. 
Global News 24 hours a day, powered by over 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Matt Miller. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all moving lower in this Monday session. S&P 500 index down 6 to 2168, a drop there of three-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. So we have modest declines across the board in the major market indexes on this Monday. We had 208 gainers, 289 losers, eight stocks closing unchanged in the S&P 500. Joe Silly is back, Bloomberg Stocks reporter, to kick off Movers and Shakers. Uh, first up, we have Roper Technologies. Uh, this is the Sarasota, Florida-based manufacturer of industrial equipment. Uh, they had quarterly earnings that fell short of analyst estimates and, uh, is actually its, its worst miss ever. And, uh, it's kind of out of the ordinary for this company. It's just, uh, you know, the second time in the last 11 periods they've, uh, they've missed analyst estimates. So, uh, something being, uh, negatively, uh, digested by investors, uh, stock is down 6.3%. I'm going to tell you about the shares of Sprint, up more than 27.5%. Yes, 27.5% gain for Sprint. $5.90 shares of Sprint. They reversed to all of last week's slide, mainly because of the quarterly earnings release. It completely took Wall Street by surprise. There was a key number, 173,000. That was how many net posts paid phone subscribers. This is the most profitable type of customer. This is the customer that... All cell phone operators are looking for. Sprint added 173,000 of them during the quarter, and that surprised Wall Street as well as investors. Shares up more than 27.5%. Ooh, that's a, that's a nice move. Well, you know, but the retailers aren't doing too well, uh, too poorly today. The S&P 1500 apparel retail index, uh, hitting its highest intraday since April 27, uh, versus the S&P 1500 composite index, uh, excuse me, 500 composite index down as much as 0.6%. Uh, what is going on? For one, Urban Outfitters, uh, they had their price target increased at, uh, Deutsche Bank. They were saying, uh, that they maintained their hold, but they upped their 2016 second quarter estimate to 56 cents from 51 cents. And in fact, they see upside risks on the stocks, including acceleration in top line trends. And uh, meanwhile, Cohen pointed out that the decline in uh, sales for uh, July are only 2.1%, and that was better than June's 3% decline and May's 6.4%. So if you look at Urban Outfitters, uh, up sharply, nearly 3%, but also Macy's, Nordstrom's, the whole whole uh, sector has been lifted today, Joe. Great. And uh, and next we have uh, Everbank Financial Corp. Uh, this is the, the largest Florida bank, Florida-based bank. It's up about um, 13% today. Uh, it, it's uh, receiving sale interest um, from a, a potential suitor. Uh, it's been working with UBS to solicit offers from potential buyers. And um, and really what we're seeing here is this this effect of uh, of 
um, I guess acquisition interest, um, boosting a stock price up a little bit, maybe people trying to get ahead of uh, any sort of announcement that may be forthcoming, um, pricing into the market, uh, like I said, up about 13%, and that news was broken by our own Matthew Monks. Let me tell you about the shares of Pandora Media, talking of potential mergers and acquisitions. Uh, the stock of Pandora Media up 5.5% today. They have hired Centerview Partners to advise on what they called strategic options. They're trying to uh, make nice with activist investor Corvex Management LP. This is all according to people familiar with the matter. Corvex is the hedge fund that is run by Keith Meister. They disclosed a 9.9% stake uh, in Pandora in May, and they have been pushing the company to explore a sale. Uh, once again, shares of Pandora Media up 5.5%. Well, a nice move up for Micron Technology, the largest U.S. Uh, memory chip maker, up as much as 9%. In fact, uh, at the close now, up 6%. So off the highs, but uh, it took steps to make a takeover more difficult. Its, Mike, its board of directors adopted a poison pill. Of course, this is a rights issues that would be triggered if an individual or group acquires 4.99% or more of the company's out. Uh, standing stock, and this has rekindled speculation uh, that the company could be a takeover target and acquire from China or Intel, which has a joint venture with Micron, would be the most likely buyers, according to our Bloomberg story. An offer from either wouldn't be straightforward and is unlikely to happen anytime soon, according to Cowan and Company. Well, I'll tell you about the shares of Gilead. They are down 1.5% in after-hours trading. This comes after the company reports second-quarter results that exceeded analyst estimates or earnings per share of $3.08 versus estimates of $3.02. We'll be watching more for details of Gilead. Also, we'll be getting results from Las Vegas Sands, Express Scripts, and Texas Instruments. All right, it's time now for the Volatility Index Report. It is brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Now, the VIX moved higher today. It was up more than 8.5%. Uh, the VIX higher by 1.03. It settled at 13.05. And uh, I'm going to be uh, taking a line from Randy Frederick, who is the Managing Director of Trading and Derivatives at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. He was speaking uh, with Carol Masser earlier today on Bloomberg Radio, and he was talking about how the decline that happened in the VIX today following uh, the 12 noon period uh, bodes well for a bounce in the S&P 500 tomorrow. The Beatles can't buy me love, and that applies to Joe Scioli's stock of the day as well. Yeah, so um, this is E-Trade Financial. Uh, what they did is that they bought uh, for $725 million in cash. Uh, this company, Aperture New Holdings, Inc., uh, otherwise known as the parent of Options House, which is a Chicago-based uh, options brokerage. And um, what we're seeing here is uh, the company mo- most well-known for its talking baby ad campaign, uh, you know, going for the derivatives uh, investor, you know, people that might want to uh, dabble uh, in some uh, some easy trading of, of options and derivative contracts. And um, what, it, what it does is it expands um, that subscriber base for E-Trade. Uh, options House, uh, before the acquisition, had uh, about 150,000 customers Customer accounts with over uh, $3 billion in customer assets. So uh, looking for a little synergy there. Thanks very much. Uh, Joe Scioli, Bloomberg Stocks Reporter, 
giving us his stock of the day. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host, Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by New York Community Bank. Ask about their My Community Interest checking with free New York Community Bank online and mobile banking. Earn more, get more. Visit mynycb.com for details.